Support for this podcast and the following message come from Lagunitas Brewing Company, challenging the status quo and crafting stories along the way. Featuring a wide range of innovative craft brews and non-alcoholic options, it's good to have friends. Learn more at Lagunitas.com. Hey everybody, happy Friday. I'm Robin Hilton from NPR Music. I'm here with WBEZ and Vocalo Radio's Ayana Contreras. Hi, how are you doing? Contributor Christina Lee. Hey, Robin. And NPR Music editor Hazel Sills. Hey. It's New Music Friday, that day of the week when uh, just a bonkers amount of new albums and EPs come out. We sort through a staggering amount of music and find the best releases for you to check out. It's April 28th, and we're going to start this week's show off with a new one from the singer and rapper Labyrinth. His new album is called Ends and Begins. This is one of the early singles from it. It's called Kill for Your Love. Nine millimeter strap of that Vampire slayer sticks on me. Bow and arrow call me Chief Cherokee. I go animal to keep you next to me. When you lay me down in some supernatural way, and you take my body to the Himalayas, purify me, resurrect me from the grave. Baby darling. I'll do anything you say. Yeah, Labyrinth has been someone to watch for, oh, I mean, it's been more than a decade now since he first emerged as, you know, a signee to Simon Cowell's Sickle label. And you may have also just recently caught him at Coachella where he brought out surprise guest Billie Eilish. He, in an interview with Gentleman's Journal, described this album as natural born killers in space. And while the of plot course, of this album... it's so obvious. <laughs> natural born killers in, in space. It's so obvious. And so just to make the distinction a thousand percent clear, I would say the plot of this album isn't nearly as murderous, but he is creating a lot of drama and intrigue. It's interesting because it's like I associate Labyrinth so much with the TV show Euphoria, which I am begrudgingly a fan of. And um, he composed the score for it. And so like listening to this music, I just feel this kind of dramatic stress rising up inside of me because I associate the sounds of his music, those sort of like organ, dark, ASMR-y, like it makes so much sense that he brought Billie Eilish out because I feel like they're two sides of the same coin. I listen to this music and I feel like a character in a deeply dramatic, terrifying HBO (laughs) series about teenagers wreaking havoc in Los Angeles. And so it definitely does its job of painting this really kind of dramatic, cinematic portrait and, and sound. And that's interesting. I've never seen that show. I'm one of those people. But I will say that I don't hear any of that. I think that it sounds dark, but... I definitely felt sort of the sort of organic space, sort of a retro futurism, like mm. the way in which the synthesizers are used. It's like the trappings of futurism, but without the actual 21st century applications and implications of it. Almost a romantic futurism. Well, it's interesting you say romantic because he said it's also inspired by his relationship with his wife. And it's, you know, he doesn't dig deep into sort of the the psychological or emotional dynamics of the relationship so much as the little moments that can feel kind of cosmic. Yeah, definitely. I think it's in the song, Everything. Now, Labyrinth, like, feel free to write if I'm mishearing the lyrics, but I caught something about being in the kitchen sipping love you sauce. 
Now I'm in the kitchen sipping love you sauce. I'm having a dish I never had before. Everything, everything I require. Everything, everything that I could desire. Like you said, Robin, it's not like digging deep, but it's it's about him sort of creating a mood, just like alluding to these romantic moments where on the production side is just using a lot of precision to make that feel re- like a really big moment, even when he's talking about the smaller ones. The world of sound he creates, I think, is really extraordinary, too. And, and that really pulled me in. You know, it's it's really pretty spare. Uh, you know, I kept thinking, wow, this is such a lush record. But then the more I listened, I thought, you know, there, there's really... It's not a lot of layering going on here. It's very spare, but what he does with what he uses, I think, is extraordinary. You take a song like Power Couple. They don't know what the world did to you. Fuck what they say. They really got nothing good to say anyway. Anytime, any place. Fuck every one of them. They none of our friends. All we need is this. There are all these little sonic touches throughout the song, like so many of the tracks on this record, but they're all so short-lived and he never revisits them. You know, he he never camps out too long on any one sound, which really, I don't know, keeps your ears at full attention. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel like like love's going to be touched on a lot in this episode as we go from album to album. And I was saying by comparison, this feels the most like the modern art piece of all the albums, where it is like very spare and it's very minimal. Labyrinth back with a new album today. It's called Ends and Begins. Also out today is a new one from the singer Jesse Ware. It's called That with an exclamation point. That feels good. This is the song Freak Me Now. And I still listen to it too, even though it was called that. (laughs) (laughs) Freak Me Now. God, I hated disco when it came out, but I sure love it now. I love disco. You hated disco because someone told you to hate it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, I was in middle school when that Chicago DJ blew up the pile of disco records mm. at that baseball mm. stadium, and that probably mm-hmm. left quite an impression on me. <laughs> 
I'm actually in multiple documentaries about that exact oh thing. My God. Oh, really? Wow. Somehow I became that, that person. When you come to Chicago, they call me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll tell you all about it. I love that. So, you know, I actually think that's a apropos song to uh, sort of introduce this album to a lot of folks. With the Freak Me Now record, I, I know that that title is like kind of bananas, but it, it because the song itself, to me, is so indicative of a style of disco that was really um, architected by Patrick Adams. And one of his biggest hits is called Freak With Me. I think it's, it's definitely fitting. And his type of disco is actually very different from maybe the glossy, cheesy disco that a lot of people think of when they think of that term. And to me, the record sounds like sweet sweat, you know, like at the beginning of the night, you know, like not the funky part yet, but it's still, everything still smells good. Not Mixed with desire. <laughs> I love that. Like, hey. When you need another layer of deodorant. Yeah. Like For sure. When, yeah. Hey, time out. Time out. I've gotten too funky. Yeah, I mean, you know, Sweet Sweat and Desire hits different than Funky Sweat and Regret. Yeah, I really loved her 2020 album, What's Your Pleasure? I really associated with the beginning of the pandemic when I was stuck inside and like needed an escape. But that album felt very lightly disco inspired, very like Giorgio Moroder, like almost some of those tracks were like pop disco, like could have been on a Robin album. And this album feels a lot deeper and a lot more studied and also like populist in a really mm-hmm. could be grading way, you know, like get on the dance floor and like these sort of like big, almost like chic style anthems. Yeah, it's such a good album. I got to flag the song Beautiful People. You know, she, the, the song takes these deeply existential thoughts and wraps them up in a disco party, uh, you know, where she's essentially saying, you know what, nobody knows anything about the big questions in life, so let's just look as good as we can while we're here. Jessie Ware getting down on her new album, That Feels Good. I'm sorry, I can't say that title without saying, That Feels Good, Doesn't It Feel Good, from Jessie Ware. It's one of our favorite new albums out now on April 28th. There's also a new one out today from Joy Alatakun. It's called Proof of Life. This is the song Spotlight.
this is such a good song to introduce this album by Joy Oladakun because, um, you know, Proof of Life is her fourth album, but it's her second album after her major label debut. And this album is just such a progression of her sound and the way that she writes about her life. You know, she is a singer-songwriter um, from Nashville. She's a Nigerian-American immigrant, and she writes about her personal experiences. It's like being a queer woman. And this album is really about trying to keep a sense of self in a moment of huge sort of personal societal change. There's so many moments on this album where, you know, she's sort of talking about her own personal strife and trying to sort of face these changes in her life, but they're set against the backdrop of big generational and political shifts. Like she has that song Changes. I hate change, but I Come of age, think I'm finally finding my way. Dance with chaos every occasion. Looks me up every day. You know, she's singing about, I don't want to stay the same. I'm trying to keep up with the changes, which would be like so poignant on its own about her own life. But then she also brings in these images of LA riots and seeing cities burn. And it's just a really softly political, really interesting album that has a lot of layers. Yeah, you would think in the face of all those things that you mentioned that Joy has every reason to sound cynical, to sound hardened, to sound sort of like downbeat. But instead, I think Ernest was the first word that immediately sort of came to mind. And granted, I just saw the Indigo Girls documentary, so Ernest had also been at the top of mind. But I think that's also like really, really fitting. And like you said, Hazel, it's admirable how she tries to maintain a sense of self that sounds hopeful and joyful despite all those things. In the schoolyard when I was a kid, I gave everyone my address, said, come on over. Turns out that nobody did Swimming alone's how I spent my eighth birthday Sometimes it feels like I never got out of the water I never got out of the water even though I did There's this really cute anecdote in the song Taking Things for Granted where she's talking about how she gave everybody in the schoolyard her home address in hopes that everybody would come over. And then she says, well, turns out nobody did, but she still sounds like the sort of person who's going to try to do that anyway, just because I think from her church upbringing, she understands the importance of community. And I feel like that also sort of informed even some of the production choices where at the heart it's folk music, but you hear her branching out and trying, I mean, linking up with Chris Stapleton for one song and linking up with Maxo Cream on another song. It seems like com community is of the focus despite everything. I know this is, I, you know, it's, these are the things that I tend to fixate on when I listen to music, but I have to hear a little bit of the song, We're All Gonna Die. We're all gonna die trying to figure it out. We're all getting high anywhere we know how. We're over our heads, so I'll say it out loud. We're all gonna die trying to figure it out. We're all gonna die. This is my new anthem, and 
That might sound depressing to some people, but the thing is, it's okay. It's okay that we're not going to figure it out. I love the fact that we're never going to figure it out. In fact, if I knew that we were going to figure it out, that would be really depressing to me. But I love the journey. And I, I think that's partly what's going on in this song, but I think she's, it's just basically that life is not something to be afraid of. And also that we are so in this together. All right, that's Joy Alatakun with their new album, Proof of Life. We still have a handful of other albums out today that we want to flag for you, but let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2x miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. This message comes from NPR sponsor BritBox. Discover powerful new series like Three Little Birds and BAFTA-winning drama Time, starring Bella Ramsey, Tamara Lawrence, and Jodie Whittaker. Stream the best of British TV only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. This message comes from NPR sponsor Acorn TV. Acorn TV isn't just good, it's brilliant. With exceptional television from around the world. Their romances are more charming, their mysteries cozier, their noirs more gripping, and their comedies cleverer. More clever? Oh, you get it. Acorn TV is brilliant stories told brilliantly. Visit acorn.tv for a 30-day free trial with promo code NPR. So, in a nutshell, Acorn TV. Brilliant. Hey, I hear you have a birthday coming up. Yeah, you. If you're listening to this, that means you have a birthday coming up eventually. And here at Life Kit, we want it to be a special one. Magic can happen and good luck can happen and serendipity can happen if we're open to it. How to have a good birthday, even if you're not a birthday person. That's on the Life Kit podcast from NPR. It's New Music Friday from NPR. I'm Robin Hilton. I am here with Ayana Contreras, Christina Lee, and Hazel Sills, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best releases out now on April 28th, including a new album from the singer known as Baby Rose. It's called Through and Through. This is the song Fight Club. So Baby Rose is a new-to-me singer, but of course, so many of you probably already know her for her 2020 debut to myself. That was through Island Records, and she's releasing through and through through Secretly Canadian. My entry point to this album was through one of the singles called Stop the Bleeding. No rest for the wicked. 
No light in the dark No words for the silence No peace to be found You take my breath away You take my love away Take all that's left of me And it's the emotional climax of the album. And in all honesty, I think if she had just done 10 songs of tortured torch ballads like that, I think a lot of folks probably would have just been really happy just to hear her voice as deep and as, you know, emotionally nuanced as it could be. But what I love about this album most of all is just, I don't know if casual is the right word, but it is casual. It is laid back in part. I'm surprised it wasn't just like a top to bottom jam session with the way that the songs sort of like weave in and out together. Like um, songs stemmed from jam sessions, but they ended up sort of cutting and pasted. But it has like that really live, casual, sort of like lived in feel. And the range in here is really interesting as well. You have those emotional songs like Stop the Bleeding, but then you also get songs like Fight Club, which features Georgia and Muldrow. And then you get songs like I Won't Tell, which is just like, funky sminos in it and it's just great i won't say nothing if you don't i won't say nothing about those nights out up in my hotel your hands all on my propel i won't gas up the whole deal stay with her like a co-sell high in here she let me nail leave my mark on that twang where my heart on the chain my ekg going insane boom 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 ba bang the first thing i thought about was her voice her voice is extremely unusual unusually mature I would also say for someone of her age it's just that sort of guttural quality to it Uh, for this these records that are a little faster they're almost ready to do a little something on the dance floor there's a really cool trick of the ear that she does on this record which is she has this sound that feels really hot to the touch Mm. but it's also just super hazy and languid you know there's a murkiness to it like when you said dance floor or dance grooves i thought yeah those grooves are in there but so what time of the night is it (laughs) what kind of sweat do we have yeah where where are we Uh, are are we starting to get a little stanky if i'm djing it's towards the end yeah yeah most people have left we're getting sexy and we're getting sexy though (laughs) we're getting sexy because you know we weeded out you know the lightweights the ones that need to go home the ones that did not take a disco nap ahead of time Baby Rose, your new album out today on April 28th is called Through and Through. There's also, man, a really surprising new album from Smokey Robinson out today. Smokey Robinson, 83 years young, y'all, and dropping sexy new jams. The album is called Gasms. Gasms. This is the song. Please don't say it multiple times. Say it again. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be his DJ drop on tour. (laughs) Air horn in there. (laughs) (laughs) This is the song, How You Make Me Feel. When you get that look on, I could write a book on all the ways I'm hooked on. How you make me feel
Like, I'm probably best known for playing 60s and 70s music. So Smokey Robinson's entire catalog is, like, burned into my psyche. Mm. So that's challenging when you're listening to a new recording to not overly compare to what's happened before, especially when you think of Smokey Robinson as being, in so many ways, one of the poet laureates of soul music, right? Like, he's written some amazing, amazing, amazing recordings. But what I will say is he's in such beautiful voice. And that mic is so close to his mouth when he's singing. And I think that's part of why he's still in beautiful voice. I mean, you know, a lot of singers are really reliant on sort of pushing so much air out, singing so loudly that their voice doesn't hold up to decades of touring. Whereas he often is on that, that almost whisper register. So there's a very intimate feel. Uh, the arrangements also on most of these tracks are actually quite intimate, especially versus, you know, traditional soul music, right? Like often it's just kind of a guitar, bass, and some minimal drum programming. Like that particular song, How You Make Me Feel, if you think about it, is pretty sparse if you think about it. I said I wasn't going to do a lot of comparison to older music, but I do hope that this is a gateway to people who maybe aren't familiar to him his music outside of his larger hits to go into his deeper cuts. Uh, Beside You is a very sweet organ-led track that sort of puts you in mind of his early doo-wop miracle records. Beside you That's where I want to be forever I'm like a soul lost thing it definitely has that sort of 1963, 64, you really got a hold on me feel. I mean, there's a lot going on here and a lot of attempts to be very like on trend, but I think he's kind of at his best when he's giving us the thing that is smoky, which is the very romantic, very, you know, championing the small things type of love. I told someone we had a, there's a new Smokey Robinson record we're gonna talk about on the show, he's 83. They said, oh, God, but can he even still sing? And I said, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. There's nothing lost here at all. Yeah, it's interesting. Just taking a step back from even this episode of the show, we've talked about so many younger artists who are kind of old souls and, you know, Baby Rose's voice being from another time, like Jesse Ware wasn't on those disco floors. And I don't know, it's nice to have Smokey in here who's like, can still sort of travel back and forth through time through his voice. His first recordings came out in the 1950s, if you can imagine. To still sound the way he does is kind of miraculous. My first thought when I saw this, that the record was called Gasms, was, oh, what is this? Yeah. You gotta be kidding me. It, it sounds like uh, something you need an EpiPen for. <laughs> you know, I thought, like, <laughs> Gasms. But... 
It's not really what might. It's sweet. It's it is. Yeah, it's sweet. They're sweet. Like how you make me feel is a sweet song. It's. I felt the same way when I looked at the track list. I was like, what is this? And then yeah. sweet and also celebrating all the things that make you feel great in life. Actually, that that song he talks about the eyegasms that he gets when he looks at the woman that he loves, which yeah. I don't know, dude. I mean, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> I'll go there with you. <laughs> I, I mean, when you say it that way, although there were so many things they could have named this album that wasn't that, but it got us talking. I will say that. Yeah, yeah I have respect for a poet laureate who will say eyegasms. <laughs> All right, Smokey Robinson. I think a stunning new album called Gasms. Love it. And as always, there's more new music out today worth mentioning than we could ever fit on a single show. So before we wrap up, let's just go around the room here real quick and flag some of our personal favorites. Uh, Christina, we'll start with you. Yeah, sure. My lightning round pick this week would be Love Streak by Tony Snow. Sundays I'm gonna ride with that rifle And the Sundays I just ride around me in the Bible I'm thugging too heavy, can't be a idol I'm thugging too heavy, ducking one time Free my young nigga, they doing some time I asked, do she come with a man and she say some time I'm in the hood with the sun, no shine I know where I'm going, it only take time You looking at the dope, how fine it's She don't want love, she want a nigga, that's honest So in places where other Atlanta rappers might, you know, lay down their verses in neat triplets. I think Tony instead allows his own flow to sort of hydroplane over whatever production style strikes his fancy at the moment. I think my favorite song off of this would be Sometimes Part Two, which combines like the soulful vocals that you would get from the Atlanta bass era with otherwise collab rap sensibilities. Ayana. Yeah, there's one that came out over the weekend, which I really loved. It's uh, Princess Forever by Dreamer Isioma. They're originally from Chicago and have this really beautiful mix of sort of psychedelic soul with some rock feelings. It's just so incredibly like infectious and makes you feel highly recommended. Hazel. Yeah, my lightning round pick this week is the album All of This Will End by the singer-songwriter Indigo D'Souza. She just has this really beautiful ability to sing about like getting through painful or trying experiences and kind of finding 
self-discovery on the other side and she does it through this very gritty intense emotional indie rock and yeah i think i think it's a great album well speaking of getting through hard times and coming out on, on the other side i'll have to mention the album first two pages of frankenstein from the national don't you understand your mind is not your friend again it takes you by the hand This deserves a mention, if only for the song Your Mind Is Not Your Friend, which features Phoebe Bridgers. But mostly it has everything that I love in a national record, which is it finds beauty in darkness and it does not run away from pain. It embraces it and owns it. It's an album very much informed by Perseverance. The band recorded it after frontman Matt Berninger went through a prolonged and apparently pretty torturous period of writer's block where he thought maybe, you know, they're just, they're done making music. But I'm so glad that he kept going and came out on the other side, the new album from The National called First Two Pages of Frankenstein. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. My thanks to Aljana Contreras, Christina Lee, and Hazel Sills. Thanks so much, everybody. Thanks, Thank Robin. you. All right, don't forget you can see a complete list of everything that we talked about and played on the show in the episode description in your podcast feed. We've also got a list there of other notable releases out today that we didn't get a chance to mention. You can hear full versions of the songs along with a whole bunch of new singles that dropped this week in our expanded New Music Friday playlists. Just search for NPR in Apple Music or Spotify. And be sure to sign up for our weekly newsletter to keep up with the latest from NPR Music. You'll find it at npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well. And seriously, treat yourself to lots of music. This message comes from NPR sponsor Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Okay, close your eyes for a second. Now imagine you're on your dream vacation. No work calls to answer, no text messages to respond to, just your suitcase and an opportunity. The opportunity to just take yourself out of your routine and travel deeper. How to actually take that dream trip. That's on the Life Kit Podcast from NPR.